Well, hello, and welcome back once again to the Merit Strong Initiative podcast, which is a branch of the Pastor Strong Initiative, which is a ministry of the Texas Baptist Baptist General Convention of Texas. I'm Josh. I'm Melissa. And we're just glad that you're joining with us uh, once again. So I'm really excited. We, we made it to episode two, babe. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Did you think we would be able to do it? Uh, it's been a long week. <laughs> it has been a very long week, so uh, I'm excited that we we're able to do that. Uh, but part of this long week was is that you actually got to do a pastor's strong and pastor's wives luncheon. Really, actually, y'all do a dinner. dinner. Y'all do a yeah. dinner uh, that you got to do, and that's really exciting. So, could you actually just share a little bit about just that pastor's wives dinner that you do on a monthly basis? Yes, it's a great time of fellowship and um, revitalization for um, pastors' wives and um, to get together the. What day is that? The second Thursday of every month we get together and we just talk about what's going on in our lives. What are we what are we challenged with, whether it be in ministry or something that's going on personally? What are we celebrating? Um, how can we pray with each other? And we just gather around a table and we um, have dinner and we end the night um, with prayer. And I usually have a, a giveaway for all the ladies to go home so they have a little something special just to feel loved on. But it was a great time of fellowship. We had about uh, eight ladies that were there this past um this past month and it was it was great I always sometimes I go feeling oh I'm so tired after a long day of work I really don't feel like going but I always am so glad that I did because there's nothing like getting together with fellow ministers wives to feel leaving feeling very rejuvenated yeah, and I recognize it's probably it's harder for pastors wives because we as pastors we we get to network during the day like you know that gets to be part of our that's kind of like part of our ministry is connecting with other pastors mm-hmm. and of course, we, for the pastor side, there's a pastor strong luncheon uh, the first Thursday of every month, and that's at the San Antonio Baptist Association's office. And I mean, that's a lot easier for us. But I know for pastors' wives, that's a little more difficult because we've learned that a lot of pastors' wives are also working. We work. We have uh, kids. There's you know picking kids up from school, or you know for us we homeschool, and you know just the day to day of helping our husbands with ministry, and so it's a lot of you know full time jobs on multiple different fronts for us throughout the day, and then to have to go and sacrifice an evening. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a sacrifice. Sacrifice is definitely the word, but it's a good sacrifice because there's nothing like, um, going and being able to talk about what, what we are being challenged with and what, but also what we're celebrating as well and being able to pray for one another. And there's nothing like another pastor's wife to understand what we're each going through in ministry. We can talk with, um, our friends who are not in ministry or even our own family, you know, kind of the ins and outs of what's going on, but they never fully 100% really understand the way somebody who is in, um, in the trenches of ministry, really understand. Yeah, so I mean, I just think that's so awesome. I think you do an awesome job at that, and so uh, I love that you you meet that challenge. Uh, and I recognize uh, through all of this that yeah, that's a big challenge just to get there. Uh, but what I hear from you is that man, ladies, if you can get there, uh, you're going to be blessed. You're not you going to definitely be blessed. Yeah, you won't be upset that you you missed out. And and I will tell this guys like pa- guys, my brothers, 
you need to encourage your wives to do this, okay? You need to be willing to step up and say, I got dinner tonight. I got the kids tonight. I'll take care of things. You go have this time of fellowship and connection because I know when I go to the luncheons, it's very meaningful. It's very encouraging. It lifts me up. Uh, and I know like you need that just as much as well too. Mm-hmm. So my, my guys, my bros, do that for your wives, okay? Encourage that uh, because it just, it literally, it makes a big difference. I believe that 100%. It really does. All right. Well, hey, do you actually want to like move on with the show? Sure. <laughs> All right. And so here's what we're doing today. We're actually going to be talking about God's purpose for marriage. Uh, if you go and start reading Genesis 1 and 2, uh, that is where God creates our world that we live in. He does his creation. And a part of creation is marriage. And what's really neat is that when you really get into Genesis 2, I'm not going to read it, all right? You get into Genesis 2, but you just see that God has designed a marriage for Adam and Eve to be able to come together and to fulfill some purposes. And so I believe there are actually three purposes of marriage that everyone gets to participate in. This isn't just for those who believe. This is for everyone, okay? This is out of God's common grace. And so for the next few podcasts, we're going to talk about each one of these purposes that every one of us get to participate in. And so really the first purpose that God designed marriage for is for is for partnership, all right? Uh, God looks at Adam and he's like, hey, you got some work to do. It's not good for you to be, to be alone. And of course, a little side note on there, just because Adam was, a, was alone doesn't necessarily mean he was lonely. He was in perfect relationship with God. He was alone because he was the only one like him. Uh, and God said, that's not cool, man. We can't, we can't allow that. So I'm going to create you a wife and you two are going to partner together. And now that when you are married to, to, to your spouse, when you say, I do, you now join in a partnership. So Melissa, uh, let me ask you this question. When we talk about partnership, how do you define partnership? What are you what are we saying when you, when you say you are now my partner? Well, for us, the biggest calling for us was ministry. Mm-hmm. To be your partner is to partner with you in ministry as you're the pastor at Crestview Baptist Church. I'm partnering with you in ministry and all things ministry. And that that to me is a big that's a big big responsibility and it's something I cherish, something I enjoy. Um, and I enjoy doing it with you and it's, you know, whether it's leading our church, but it's not, it's not just our church. It's, it's ministering to our children and it's, you know, through the pastor strong initiative and it's, it's all things ministry related. We partner together, we share the challenges and we share the celebrations. We share, um, the the sorrows we sh- we share it all together you know when things are going really well we're really excited and when we're struggling we're you know, how can we improve you know we work together as a as a team to be able to bounce ideas off hey let's try something new or you know mm, I'm not a fan of that let's you know yeah let's tweak that a little bit yeah and I mean th- w- w- that's definitely a big part of it and so really maybe the question you ask is is like how would you define partnership. How, how are you? How are we defining partnership uh, in this regard? What are we telling to the whole world when you say? What are you telling to the whole world when you're saying I'm I'm only going to partner with Joshua Fuentes? Hmm. I'm. Gosh, that's a that's a really good question. I am 
one and only belonging to you and you are mine and we work together as a well-oiled machine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's true. I think it's, <laughs> it, it is growing in that because do we all start as well-oiled machines? We do not. Um <laughs> Sometimes we start out as sandpaper and we have to, we have to learn to work together and we, we learn each other's quirks and, and, um, we didn't always get along in the beginning as we start working together. It's like your personality and my personality is I'm stubborn and you're stubborn and we want to do things differently. And so it's just, you're, you're who God gave me to work with and you're, for better or for worse, better or for worse, we're <laughs> Duck together like glue, <laughs> super glue. Um, but you know, it's it's something to be cherished. You're you're my partner. You're my best friend. You, it's it's something I enjoy and I look forward to. Yeah, and I mean, I think there's a. I mean, it's kind of a loaded question. I mean, I, I recognize that, and I know for me, what when I think about this partnership with you. Uh, and I really think about just the partnership in general, okay? Because, you know, we're not the only ones who partner, okay? Like, there's all these other people who are going to listen. They're married, and they're in this partnership as well, too. And so when I think about when God says, you two are going to partner, what I think about what that means is is that there is no one else who's going to share in this responsibility of marriage. So I cannot look to anyone else to help fulfill this marriage, to grow this marriage, uh, and that there's only certain things that only me and you can do. Yeah. Now, now that doesn't necessarily mean like we can't ask for help, okay? Because I think there's a lot of things we need to ask for help for, and we should ask for help. However, it's not that person's responsibility to ensure that this marriage is actually working and going and doing what it is. And so I believe when we say we're partnering, we're saying I'm trusting you and that you're now, now me and you are now responsible for certain components of this marriage that only me and you can do. Right. So with that said, let me ask you this. What do you think are some just certain aspects of marriage? And FYI, there's no particular order of any of this stuff. And we're just giving a short list that doesn't necessarily – there could be like way more and stuff like that. And if there's something you may consider audience-wise, want to throw into, please do. But this is just stuff that me and Melissa have talked about before. So, I mean, what is one of this one component that only me and you are responsible over together in our marriage? Are that we, you and I are only yeah, solely that, responsible for together yeah. is our ministry. Yeah, it's our ministry. You know, uh, I think everyone has ministry. Okay, there's right. individual ministries, but then I don't think I don't think couples think about how we minister together or what we can do together or how that can look like ministering together. Uh, I know for us it's a little bit different, but I think what what's the importance of a, a couple, a spouse, a, a husband and wife finding a ministry to do together. What does that do for a marriage? Oh gosh, it brings us closer together for you and I. It it's brought us closer together. Gives us something to work towards together. Um, it strengthens us. It draws us closer to the Lord together. Um, what would you? How would you describe it as in our marriage? How would you, yeah? How, how would how would you say that it has strengthened our marriage? Well, I think it's. I mean, our Pastor Strong Initiative ministry that we've worked together. I've enjoyed doing that with you because 
that's given us something to do one-on-one together and there's nobody else I would love to do that with. Sorry, Chad Shapiro, who is the <laughs> my 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 work partner as the the lead for the pastors, but um you're my ultimate partner when it comes to doing this together. Yeah, and I know. I think I think it's a little different for us because we've been called to ministry and so a lot of what we do is ministry. Uh but I recognize that for those who aren't called to ministry and those who are serving serving the Lord in his church body, I think it's important that uh that that couple consider what are some particular ways we can minister together. Uh what are some ministries that we can think about and pray about and actually jump on board with. And yeah, I know there's a at a church, so uh, there's something a, a man will do. There's some things women will do, but I, I think it's just important that say, hey, we gotta we gotta come together and find one ministry for us to do together, uh, because that's only going to just encourage our lives and just help us grow together and grow in our relationship with God uh, and really just bring the maximum amount of impact. Uh, and I think that's really neat right there. Uh, does that does that help answer the question a bit there? Sure. I think it would. But what about what what other things you think we partner well together in? I mean, what what other what other things you think we do well together? So, shared responsibilities. I think it's it's work, all right? So, when we talk about uh work coming together. And of course, it's kind of for us it's the, it kind of goes together where work is ministry and ministry is work. Uh but we can pull it back and just say, "Hey, I know for everyone else that's not always the case." And when I think of work, I think about careers. And when I think about careers, I think that a husband and a wife can come together and actually help each other in their actual careers, even though there may be uh, some careers that uh, may be above the spouse's head a bit. <laughs> I mean, I think about it. I know we know of a couple who uh, he's a pastor and his wife's a doctor. Well, you know, he's not going to be able to go into the emergency room or go, go make <laughs> go perform surgery <laughs> yeah, or anything like that. But I yes. still believe that he's able to help her out in some particular way in her work uh, with, with that. And so I think couples, I think marriages should be, consider like, hey, I married someone who has a career and – I think it would be wonderful to find a way to be able to encourage them in the career mm-hmm. and even be able to come alongside them in the career. Uh, and I mean, I think that maybe as a spouse, you're going to have to kind of think about some some things about how you can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, uh, how, how does that work for you coming alongside me in this or even me coming alongside you? Because this is not my job. <laughs> this is your job. Well, this, is, this is my job. Yes. As as we're doing this podcast. Um you're being my my co uh how would you what would you say this was but my my co-chair for this as you're sitting here co-heir yeah. um but um you doing this with me you know um for even with my the job at the school whenever i need you to help lift or move anything rearranging furniture or whatever you're there for me um you're there when um i just need you to help transport my our own children somewhere if I can't get off work, you know, that that's, you know, that helps um, because my job takes me away from doing something else. So that's you helping me to fulfill my current job. Yeah. And that that other kind of a need Um, me helping you with your job in ministry, you know, running our children's department, you, you know, we are missing a key element in our ministry and you needed somebody to fill that role. So I'm coming alongside you and helping fulfill that role. Um, so it's helping support each other, but 
also being a sounding board when we need somebody to just kind of talk to you about some stuff that's been going on at work. Yeah. And I think, you know, some of the big things is be, be willing just to ask some questions. Uh, I know we're, you know, I recognize when it comes to different careers and whoever has the career, that means that person is, they're the expert because that's their career. It's their job. Uh, it's their job. But I think as a spouse, we should want to know a little bit about that career. We should want to l- know a little bit about why they chose that career path or how that career path is fulfilling mm-hmm. uh, and even ask questions about it. Uh, because, you know, we try not to take work home. But sometimes work does come home. <laughs> and, sometimes it can't be helped. Yeah, sometimes it can't be helped. And so when that work kind of starts to spill over a little bit, I think it's just good for a spouse to be able to say, hey, what what are you doing there? How can I help you? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, when you have those, those questions, I mean, uh, be willing to answer them. Because I imagine there's a lot of times where – Someone could be doing some sort of career work towards their career and their spouse would be like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm doing this for work. And then the spouse could just say, okay. Oh, okay. And, and just, just walk by. Going by. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, man, that's just such a good opportunity for – And invests in what they're doing. Yeah. It really is. It's so that bo- for both, uh, it's for, for the person to invite in – or the person to just ask a question about it and just say, hey, tell me more about it or what, what's going on. Just, just asking good questions about that uh, could lead to something really good and important. Uh, and I think just making sure uh, we, we try to invite into that sphere uh, makes a big difference. So definitely, definitely coming to work is something we can, we can do together and partner in. What else do you think, babe? I would say our parenting. Ooh, parenting. <laughs> How's that going? <laughs> well, we have our ups and our downs with parenting. You know, we have a 15, almost 15-year-old. 15 She'll be 15 next week and a 9-year-old. And sometimes I feel like we're doing really good, and other times I feel like we're not doing so well. <laughs> um, but um, parenting, sometimes when when we're unified front and we talk about, hey, this is what's going on in – um, Sage's life right now. How can we handle this situation? And we talk about it before we react. Then, um, I think we handle our situations better versus when, um, I react to a situation and then you come behind me and react differently. We're not a united front and then we're at odds. Um, and then that causes tension and frustration. And then you and I are no longer on the same page. Yeah. So definitely when it comes to parenting, we're allies. We're not, we're not enemies. We're not enemies. We, we are allies. And of course, we're allies in all of this stuff. But I know in parenting, sometimes it can come off that way, especially if you know the one, one parent doesn't quite give the support we think should be happening in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know it's going to require us also be able to come together and make important decisions uh, to encourage one another as parents and figure out how we can grow as parents. I know for us, that was something that was huge about when Sage became a teenager. Oh my gosh. It was like something flipped a light in her, like not our kid. It wasn't even, it was before she even became a teenager. It was, I think, gosh, right before she turned 13, probably, probably six months before she started with a transition. And then a year after it was, awful something something <laughs> awful happened and yeah she became a teenager <laughs> yeah she became a teenager but the transformation started a year before that yeah. time frame but 
But yes, and then yeah, and I mean, and what it's had its good moments, but then it's had its pretty pretty terrifying yeah, moments. Yeah, and I mean, what did we have to do? We had to sit back and go, okay, we are we're we're out of our element. So we're in a new we're in a new new waters. So we had to figure out how to parent together a teenager. Yes. Uh, and yeah, that usually meant reading a book <laughs> and, and and talking about it instead of going off of what we thought we knew and not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. But we did it together. But we did. We did do it together. Yeah. And I mean, that's what we have to do is we have to sit down and have some discussions and say, okay, we're in new territory. We've got to figure out how to get, get, get to the next place. And and also just, I think it's important just to remember, like when it comes to parenting and decisions, decisions don't always have to be made immediately no. on, on how they're doing. I know, I remember one time uh, when it starts coming to movies, you know, I, you are big about wanting to introduce movies uh, that you watched growing up to Sage. And of course the problem with watching movies when you're a teenager is you don't think about a movie as a parent. You think of it as a teenager mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's and re- how like great it was. And then when you start watching it as a parent, you're like, Oh, Oh no. Yeah. Okay, turn that off. Yeah. Yeah. That was bad movie, bad movie. And I know we had to have some discussions about that and, you know, listen to each other's concerns over those things and not dismissing it either. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we recognize, man, this is a, this is a, a shared moment that a parent wants to have with their child. Uh, we don't want to nix it, but at the same time, we got to recognize like it's, it's okay if one parent is a, is a little like apprehensive. Hesitant, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I would say if there's a parent, if you're, if one is hesitant, that should be good enough to say, we can take a pause. Mm-hmm. We don't have to decide, make this decision right here and right now. Because, you know, it's not the end of the world. No. Okay, uh, But I think sometimes uh, when one one parent has a hesitation, the other one's like, ah, just come on, I'll let you and go there. It's like, well, no, it's okay. Let it pause. And, you know, it's better to be unified. That That's mm-hmm. the goal there is to be unified on that. So definitely parenting. We share in that responsibility. Yep. Well, what about you? What what else would you what else would you say would be another another way that we partner together? Well, it's going to be finances. Uh, so oh, that's a big one. Yeah, that is a huge one. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, man, that 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 was some crazy. Still is crazy stuff. <laughs> always a work in progress. Yeah, always a work. Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe all of this stuff. Is it's a it's work a, a work, in, work in, progress. in progress. But man, I mean, you have two different styles. I mean, or let, let's let's go this way. I mean, when you think about us, like you had one person, you who whose parents were really good about talking the, finances, talking finances, the budgeter. Yeah, yeah. And then you get me, and I really remember. I love you, mom. Like love you, mom. Really love you, mom. Really do, because mom will listen to this. <laughs> but I just remember, and you guys are probably going to think I'm like the dumbest person in the world. Okay, but. All I ever got was I just remember my mom going, you need to make sure to remember to keep your receipts. And that that was it. Keep your receipts. So I purchased something. I'm like, okay, I got to keep a receipt. And so I would grab this receipt and I'd put it in an envelope and I kept the receipt, not knowing what the yeah, heck I was what, supposed what to do. What you were doing with that receipt, <laughs> yes. yeah. So when we got married and I go, okay, he goes, um, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, just, I, like, I just have a receipt. So like, <laughs> I have, a, I have an envelope I have of receipts. This much money in our bank account. And I'm like, yeah, we're not doing this. Yeah. I, I've got it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so we're gonna have to sit down and talk about that. And uh, but you know, it's it's crazy because we still meet cu- married couples, and they're still not in the same bank account. Mm-hmm. Like that to me, just f- that that worries me. 
Uh, because to me, it's just, I just understood that when we're married, it's no longer my money. It's no longer your money. Nope, it's our, it's money. our money and we're going to put it together and we're, and we're actually richer together. We really we are. are. Uh, we're richer together so that we can be in this together and be able to, to talk about mm-hmm. these finances and know where we need, where we need to shift in the finances and what mm-hmm. we need to do, do there. Um, you know, and that, that's, that's an ongoing discussion. That's something we're always, we're always tweaking. We're always working. And even early in our marriage, it was something we had to have some serious heart to heart talks over. Like you can't buy that dollar soda from the gas station. You have to tell me I need, <laughs> yeah. like, so now I know how to turn in a receipt. Now I get it. Well, Sort of. I still have to come hunt you down for those. But that is true. That is true. So I mean, it's there. But I mean, it it definitely. I mean, in our own experience, we have learned that it cannot just be one person to bear the burden of it. No. Um. Both have to be able to come together. Uh. One may one may kind of work some stuff. Uh, because there may be stronger crunching numbers. But we need to talk about it too. And I need to be able to share with you and say, this is the bottom line. This is what's being paid. This is how much this bill is this month. This is where we need to make an adjustment. You know, these are the expenses that are rolling in. This is where we stand. You know, it's an it's an ebb and flow. We need to be able to have this conversation because it's not my burden to pay everything and hold in the the worry of are we going to make all of these bills are we going to be able to afford to pay everything and not have this conversation with you together we're a team and i need to be able to share with you hey it's tight this month we need a rain in or hey we're having a great month this this month we need you know we can go out on an extra date you know we we can be able to share in the celebrations and the struggles you know whenever there's big decisions that need to be made. We need to make them together. It should not be something that I make alone. Yeah, we should all, when it comes to this, we should all be on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, we should know what's going on. Uh, and it, it shouldn't be one person doing all the number crunching and the other person just kind of just enjo- enjoying a drink or whatever that is. I mean, it's a, someone crunches numbers and said, okay, let's sit down. Oh, hey, we now have a new income or, oh, hey, we have a loss of income or, hey, a career has changed or just something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just know that finances are huge, just big part of marriage. And when, when, a, when, a, when a husband and wife don't partner together in finances, there's going to be struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they both have to be able to come together, figure out their style, be able to know how to set a budget, uh, be able to look at all the different things, uh, and, and even, and even know how to get access to it. I mean, th- I mean, that's, <laughs> I, I will be honest. I still need to know how to get access. To no matter how many times I tell you the account number and the passcodes, that is why you have the book. Yeah, that is why I have the book. But we got to fill out the book. I know. Yeah, we haven't filled out the book yet. <laughs> like, I would figure it out, but I just, oh that's my God. That's what you have my mother Yeah, for. that's what, yeah, that's right. Your mom will help out because she knows how to, I can, I can get on the app. Yes. I think I still know the password. I don't know. It changes. Yeah. As long as you're here, we're okay. We're okay. That's all that matters. So you can't go anywhere. This is also why I have to die first. Okay. <laughs> it's how it works. All right. So definitely partner together on finance. What is another way a, a, a husband and wife partner together? Oh, um, share responsibility. Building a home together. Um, for for me, building a home together is, is not, you know, literally going out and building a home together, but it's we share in the responsibilities of maintaining our home, whether it's... Um, 
cooking dinner, you know, doing the laundry, taking care of the day-to-day routine of things. Um, it's, it is very difficult when it's one-sided, you know, especially when you, um, live in a two income world where both people are working, the household chores should also be shared to where one person's not working all day and coming home and doing all of the chores by themselves while the other person is sitting on the couch, you know, that causes frustration and it causes resentment because I'm tired. I want to rest too. But when you share in the responsibility of cleaning, then you can get to the resting and the relaxing together at a more rapid rate. Um, now I'm, you know, we have children that can also help in that as well. I remember growing up, my mom had a bowl for Saturday chores, which I laugh at these you know, today. And I always say, I want to try it because my kids, they, I don't know where they disappear to on a Saturday morning, (laughs) but you know, same, same way my father always disappeared to, I'm sure. But it's, you know, she'd always put all the chores in there, including the baseboards and everything where you're supposed to draw a chore out. And that's the chore you got. You couldn't put it back. You had to, whatever you drew is the one you got to do. And even my dad would draw baseboards and he would you know, fold it back and put it back in the bowl. It was quite funny unless my mom was walking in the room and then we were stuck with it. But, you know, it, the memories of growing up for the, the chore bowl. But when the whole family partakes in the chores, you're partnering and having the responsibility of taking care of where you live and taking care of it. Now, if it's in your income to be able to afford to pay somebody to come in and clean your house, that's one thing great for you. That's wonderful. That is not what's in our budget at this time. So we partner together to take care of our home. Um, And you know, when we slack on that, because I go into this probably about once every six months, maybe once a year, I go into my, I'm irritated cleaning mode and you go, honey, what's the matter? And I go, I'm just irritated. And you know that that's when you, you need to start picking up and putting things away and you start fussing at the kids to start, you know, yeah, I love fussing at the kids, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but that, that, you know, that's part of the yeah. ebb and flow of being married. You know, we have those moments where we, we tend to struggle and we forget. And, you know, I do that too. There are things that I, I fail in and I don't always remember to help out, but there we work together. That's what we do to take care of our house. Yeah. And I mean, I recognize like you divvy up chores but divvying up chores, divvying up chores doesn't mean you can't help the other one out no. with their chores. Mm-hmm. And so I'd, I'd say, hey, yeah, you could divvy up some things. Yeah, maybe you do some outside stuff. Maybe you take care of inside stuff. But it's like, man, but in the end, we all share it. If you see dishes in the dish, if you see dishes in the sink, put them, away. Put them away, clean them up. If you see the trash out, take it out. Don't just say, oh, it's so-and-so's job to do it. Just be willing to do it. Uh, just do it. We it, live here. We all live here. We yeah. all use the dishes. We all made the mess. Just do it. Just yeah. take care of it. Yeah. And I mean, and I think when 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 husbands and wives can start just understanding that, like, hey, it's not just like, hey, I live here too, uh, and then saying, hey, we're we're just going to do it. It just makes things so much smoother. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes things so much easier. Uh, it, it, and, it, and it helps to just be able to just have a, a smoother household, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when when it's just not expecting one person to take care of it all. Don't say, no, we're all going to do it. Uh, and, and we'll take care of it together. So I, I really like that. Mm-hmm. Well, what's another way um, we partner together? Ooh, so one way I say we partner together that we share responsibility for one another uh, is intimacy. Rrr. 
Uh, no, it's more than just that. Okay, <laughs> it's more than just that. Uh, you know, intimacy is more than just the physical. It's the spiritual. It's the emotional. Uh, it's the mental. Uh, it, and yeah, it's also the physical too. But you know, it's intimacy. And when I think about intimacy, for me, I, what I what what I'm looking at you is I'm saying you're the only one that I want to have a. And this is the word I, um, that's coming to mind. A, a stimulation. You know, I want to have a stimulating conversation with you. Uh, I want to have a, a, a stimu- stimulating uh, s- spiritual growth together uh, where I'm not looking for someone else to stimulate my, my spiritual growth or I'm not looking for someone else to, to stimulate my, my, my education mm-hmm. or mind. It's like I want to go to you so that we can stimulate each other uh, and spur each other on uh, to have these these deep moments together mm-hmm. uh, in that regard. So that's what I think is intimacy. I think in in those terms, mm-hmm. uh, because I recognize like you know you hear oh that's my work my work spouse and I mean we joke in some of that way, but it's like right. it, it shouldn't be that you know it, it shouldn't be that way. In fact, that's usually the stuff that gets us like in trouble mm-hmm. uh, when you have that type of deal and i know that can be kind of hard uh especially since like you know so like so for example i'm working on a doctorate (laughs) and sometimes this was even during seminary where you would raid my papers and i would just be like man what'd you think about it like i have all this information blowing up in my mind way too much information yeah uh and i just wanted to share that with you and you're just like Meh. Meh, meh. Uh, and so, I mean, it, that's okay for you to be back because, like... It was way over my head. Yeah. And so what that meant was, if, if it was over your head, that wasn't... That that meant, like, hey, that means for me, I need to be able to bring it down. You know, I'm, I I need to, instead of saying, well, man, she needs to just, like, figure it out. I'm going to go talk to someone else. No. Now it's my time to say, no... I, I recognize that I'm using bigger words and bigger things that's never really talked about in regular in life of the in church regular in regular conversation. So now it's my job to say, okay, let me let me bring it down a, a notch. Let me let me put it here and let me just communicate it in a better way so that no, I'm not leaving you behind. Instead, I'm lifting you up. And now now I can give you something so us to kind of sit and talk about it a little bit more uh, in that way. And I think there's a and I think that's what happens a lot is that we get super excited about something and the person is like I don't get it. I don't understand it. And that and the other so and that spouse could just be like, well, psh, well we just walk away. We just we just walk away and it's like no, it's not it's not walk away. It's Okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to figure out a way how I can communicate this in a better and more interesting way uh, in that regard. So because, yeah, I don't want to, you know, I can talk to people who are passionate about things that I'm passionate about um, and who know big theological words. But the truth is, I don't want to talk to them. I want to talk to you about it, uh, but that also means I'm going to have to communicate it in a way where you can get it as well too, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's intimacy. Uh, that's the hard work of intimacy, mm-hmm. uh, and and there's so many things that happen. Go, you know, I think about building a house together, doing chores. That's intimacy. It is, yes. You know, um, like you learn, I had a friend who was physical intimacy. Okay. Uh, but he always, he used this phrase chore play, uh, 
uh, ooh, that sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but chore play, recognizing like, hey, the way you, how do you communicate? What's your brain like? Mine? Yeah. Oh, I tell you this all the time. I, it's like a computer. So whenever, whenever you're you're wanting something, and I have all of these pop-ups. It's like spam that just pops up in all these computers on my computer screen. It's like laundry, dishes, homework. The plants need to be watered. The dog needs to be fed, and all of these things just keep popping up constantly. And so, in order to get me to do what you want me to do, you need to help me close out these these pop-ups. Yeah. And so, you need to go and not just minimize them, but you need to close them out. And so, by helping me close out these screens, that helps me to be able to focus on you instead of what's going on around me. Yeah. And I have learned like. I'm do- I- I'm not closing those pop-ups so I can get my one thing <laughs> at the end. No, I'm actually closing those pop-ups because that's helping you, period. Yes. In fact, that's helping you feel loved. And it's when I'm working within those pop-ups, that's actually intimacy. Just this, mm-hmm. this growing in intimacy. I'm, I'm taking care of things. And an do- active service. Yeah, and it's an active service right there. Uh, and that encourages your heart and helps you feel loved. Uh, it, 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 it encourages me because, hey, I'm, 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 showing, I'm showing love to my wife. Heck yeah, mm-hmm. uh, type of deals. It's so uh, it's all intimacy. And being willing to come along and do, do that stuff is what's cultivating those things. And I mean, we can have very intimate moments with good, deep conversations. We can have intimate moments uh, by doing a chore together. We can have intimate moments by doing this work together. Uh, and, of course, you can have intimate moments doing the other stuff as well, too. But uh, anyways, <laughs> this is not that kind of podcast, all right? Man, mine out of the gutter, y'all. Uh, so, But I just – I like this intimacy, okay? I'm going to look through that, all right? All right, so let's move on. What is maybe one more other way that we, we, we share in responsibility together? For us, it's our health. Um, mm. It's a constant um, – It's a constant journey for health. You know, I want to live a long and healthy life with you, you know, to death do us part. And what that means, we have to do our part to try to remain as healthy as we possibly can, not just for each other, but for our children as well, to be able to establish in them a healthy lifestyle to set them up for their future spouses. And, you know, right now we're, we're on a, you know, a journey together. I mean, we're always on a journey, but right now we're, we're really on a journey. And, um, you know, I'm just really proud of you and, and where, where you've been with, you know, we've been doing Weight Watchers together and, and you've lost, a, you know, what? Almost 15 pounds. Almost 15 almost, pounds. Almost, and, there, almost there. And I've lost 25. Yeah. So, you know, we're feeling, feeling good, feeling healthy. Um, but it's, an, it's doing it together gives each other that sense of encouragement and motivation and, um, and, that to me, that partnership of being able to encourage and support has been really – I enjoy it t- together. Yeah, I enjoy that as well too. And I, and I mean health isn't just like physical, I, I would say. I think it's also a holistic health. Mm-hmm. You know, the spiritual, I, mental, yeah. physical, yeah. emotional, relational. Yeah, coming in and helping us stay in, in, a, in, a, right, in a right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 and to me, that is a – Going with the way God designed 
our our lives, mm-hmm. uh, helping helping us uh, helping us encouraging one another to go along with with the grain of life, the way God designed it, uh, because that is ultimately the healthiest way to live physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Uh, and I mean, that can be a little tough conversation as well, too, because it's like no one likes to go up to their spouse and be like, hey, honey, I've been noticing. <laughs> <laughs> you need to lose some weight. Yeah, yeah, those pants look a little tight on you. <laughs> and that, that's, a, I don't, I, that's not how anyone approaches any I of just those. Just go buy more clothes. Yeah, just buy more. Yeah, that's, that, <laughs> deny, deny, deny. <laughs> that's what we do. Uh, but I think if we want to to do something, especially I think if one spouse is is wanting to do it, then I think the other spouse should really say, you know what, let's let's see how we could do it together. Mm-hmm. Um, how can I encourage you in this way? How can I build you up and lift you up in that? Uh, I think the natural the natural thing is to be like, okay, have at it. Yeah, uh, and be like, that's your deal. Uh, that's your deal. You eat your carrots and your spinach, and I'm gonna eat this cheeseburger and French fries. Yeah, and it's like you know, you can do both. <laughs> you could do both of those things, and it makes it more meaningful when you both do come together to make sure just that our, our the health of our family, um, and taking responsibility for that uh, because we're better people. We're we're just better off. Uh, I mean, if we're we just all and so uh, when it comes to the health of you, when it comes to the health of me, when it comes to health of the kids, we just need to take responsibility for that and just check in to make sure we're doing okay mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and really take that to heart because I want you to be healthy holistically mm-hmm. uh, because I know when you're holistically healthy, you're actually thriving in life and mm-hmm. I want you to thrive in life. That's for sure. And I think from our, we actually did a marriage conference this weekend called the Adventures in Marriage, and we got a tool card called the Daily Temperature Reading, mm. and that had some really good questions that we can check in with each other every day that really can play into that and how we can help keep each other healthy in that holistic way. Yeah, I love that. And so we'll, we'll actually talk more about that. There's an episode I want to do called Conferences. And so uh, we'll talk about some of the conferences we went to and maybe like the pros and the cons and a little bit in and out of that. Uh, but that was great. And we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, in our next podcast because that was a really cool thing. Uh, but yeah, that, there, there's so many ways we can do that to keep up on each other's health uh, and to empathize with one another and then to encourage in that way. And it, it just, it, you know, don't let it just be one person who has to bear that. Let's, let's do it together uh, so we can do on that. So, uh, so I know definitely probably this, this is a good start. Lots of thoughts here, but let let me shift the gear for a moment. What do you think are maybe some things that discourages this partnership that can discourage what's going on here in a marriage? Criticism is a really big one. Um, When we are extra critical um, of each other, just in general, when you're constantly that nitpick, Mm. nagging, um, that feeling that... You just feel like you can't do anything right and you feel like you're trying and just being that criticizing of each other can start to pick away at our self-esteem and our partnership. And that can start to bring down um, how we feel towards each other and it starts to break apart and eat away at our partnership in in all of those areas. Yeah. And I mean, I would say we have to see each other in the best light Mm -hmm. and we have to it 
maybe that's not always the easiest thing to do uh, because I think our natural tendency, because we are broken people, our natural tendency is to always go the opposite end. And so we have to be very diligent every day of saying, I'm going to look, look at this person in the best possible light, even if I may not be happy with them at the moment. Uh, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to say serves them right when they failed, uh, or just be like, ah, should have did better or, you know, just all these things. And of course I would say if you, if you, if you're having thoughts like that, I think you're, there's something much deeper going on and you should really seek some help because, uh, that's, that's a recipe like those, that criticizing is what, you know, that that's, that's leading into divorce right there. Because if you think a person can never do anything right, then they can never do anything right. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to be with them. And so, yeah, that will totally do that. Mm. What about you? What are some, some things that you think discourage partnership? I would say selfishness, uh, just flat out, I don't want to do it. <laughs> like I could, you get home, you're like, nope, I'm good. I, I am good. I like this couch. It's comfy. <laughs> uh, I want to go do this instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm going to plan this for me, myself, and I, and you guys figure it out, but I'm going to go do this. Uh, doesn't that just sound like fun sometimes? <laughs> just to, I mean, there, there are, and there's nothing wrong. Don't get me wrong. There is nothing wrong with having a moment or two when you have some time for yourself. Mm. There's nothing wrong with having some time for yourself. But when you're having more time for yourself than you are with your partner, then there's a problem. Oh yeah, total problem right there. Uh and you know and I think maybe this might be the biggest one right there is that why 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 didn't I help? I just was selfish. I would mm-hmm. much rather go do this instead of doing that. Uh I'd much rather just ha- do my own thing uh than than put put the, put forth the effort mm-hmm. uh to 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 make life a little bit easier for for my spouse. And so uh and we fight that every day. Um there's nothing like a marriage to teach you to, or to sh- to reveal to you how selfish you really are and that is and and there is no room for that in a marriage there's no room for selfishness at all so uh definitely got to get rid of selfishness do you got one more that for us of what's what discourages a partnership in a marriage just being busy busy. when you are so overwhelmed and have too much on your your individual plate on your family plate um, it just causes you to lose connection and time for your spouse. Mm, yeah. And I mean, that's not hard to do. No. Uh, man, it's so easy to fill the plate uh, and to feel like you're being productive when really you're not. You're just floundering. Uh, and you're being pulled in a million different directions every night of the week. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and I think that's a real issue for marriages and families today where there is something happening Every single night of the week. Uh, And of course, when you're busy, you're also tired. Uh, And I mean, I think about kids today and they're, I think, why are they so cranky? Because they're just so dang tired all the time when, you know, you're going to full day of school and then they're like, oh, you got to go do two to three hours of practice. And then it's like, oh, you got some homework and and all this stuff. And then you want to jump into a different, uh, another extracurricular activity with them. Yeah, that is a, that is rough stuff. And I mean, you doing all that stuff can easily make you drop the ball on 
everything else. And then weekends are swamped with extracurriculars mm. as well. So when when do you have time to just be a family at home or just have a down day? Yeah, exactly. It's okay to have it's okay to have multiple evenings where no one's running outside or trying mm-hmm. to run and do something. Uh and I think you know, it just as a bonus, I mean, what do we partner together? It's 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 that shepherding the family right there. Mm-hmm. Uh us being able to say no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, us being able to tell our kids like you're on off season and don't feel that or you only do one one sport a season we're not doing two or three uh we're gonna say no right here and just put that stake in the ground uh because it's so easy to just fill it up and Mm -hmm. next thing you know you're like i'm too tired for anything so busyness Mm -hmm. can definitely uh man i like that that was really good that is Mm -hmm. that is true there so well uh Man, I don't, I don't know if there's anything else we can really I, talk about. I don't think I have anything else for tonight. Yeah, that is really good. It's so, uh, man, this was a great conversation. They're always great conversations. Everything's great with you, honey. Yeah, I am. That's just how it works. But no, I, I, I enjoyed it. That's for sure. Uh, and I hope those who listened today, uh, they enjoyed it as well, too, in that uh, this gives everyone just something to think about, uh, just to know that when you truly partner with your spouse, you are experiencing a blessing from God and that you are fulfilling a purpose that he's designed for you for entering into a marriage covenant. And that is not and that's not just for those who believe. That's also for those who don't as well, too. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just a special blessing that God gives out of his common grace right there. And so uh, partnership is huge uh, and it makes all the difference. And it's a blessing. Yeah, it really is. It is a true blessing. So, well, thank you so much for listening to the Merit Strong Initiative podcast. Uh, hope you were enjoyed and blessed by it. Uh, so please, uh, when you get an opportunity, uh, subscribe. We're 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 like we're like big time like we're like we're like on apple we're on like google Uh, we're even on amazon music like we're like there okay like two episodes in and we're like big time oh man (laughs) Uh, but subscribe you you got some places so and you're and and we're even on spotify so i mean that's where we're on spotify as well too so we got four ways where you can listen uh and if you're if you're not on one of those four that's just you're weird that's all i can say about that. i don't know uh but if you could subscribe to the podcast even share with it that would be like a huge blessing there so good stuff well i'm josh i'm melissa and thank you so much and we look forward to doing another episode and you joining us again next time <laughs>